0: dr g is ready for anything on america first i didn't even know this i'm just reading some of the articles you guys gave me and i know gal gadot was israeli but she said ser- did you know she served in the idf eric well if
1: she's from israel then i think that make sense because it's
0: mandatory at the age of 18 isn't it Well, it is mandatory, but I don't know when she left Israel, but that's fascinating. So uh, it's because of a story concerning a movie called Bearing Witness that I think her husband screened Wednesday night in Los Angeles. And what happened? Fights broke out. How ironic. Why? Because (laughs) the clashes erupted across... This is like an SNL skit. The clashes erupted across the street from the Museum of Tolerance. Well, isn't that rather inappropriate, where inside more than 150 people had gathered to watch Bearing Witness, a 47-minute film that was uh, touted as featuring extremely graphic and violent footage documenting the October 7th attacks. Actress Gal Gadot, who previously served in the IDF, is understood to have helped organize the event, but did not attend according to reports. However, her husband, Yaron Varsano, an Israeli film producer, was present. Um, Eric, why would violence break out? I thought that the protesters who are pro-Hamas, don't they want peace? I'm confused.
1: I'm pr- I guess their definition of peace must be different from what's in the d- uh, definition given in the dictionary, which means it'll only be a matter of time before they change that as well.
0: Well, I, who said this? I missed it. Uh, Israel wants peace and uh, Hamas wants Israel in pieces. Do, have you heard that? Oh, I haven't heard that before, but that's good. Isn't that a good one? How, how ironic. All right, let's uh, talk about domestic issues. Um, <laughs> what was that clip yesterday? Do we have that clip, Eric? of Romney with Manchin declaring that something... What was it about? Oh, yeah, we need more IRS agents. This is the scourge of Utah, Mitt Mittens' pier delecto Romney.
2: You have to have an IRS. You have to have enough agents to be able to audit people and make sure they're paying their taxes. Anything other than that is nuts. Look, there's a there's a quote by H.L. Mencken that I think applies here. He said... Uh, You know, to every complex problem, there's an answer which is simple, clear, and wrong. And the idea that we should not have IRS agents and that that's going to somehow help us balance the budget is simply wrong.
0: So that's Mitt and Mitt Romney um, saying an extra 87,000 IRS agents is great. Tells you who he really is, right? Because he can hire an army of tax attorneys and he'll be fine. But who's standing, who's standing next to him, Eric? Who is that person?
1: The now confirmed outgoing senator from West Virginia, Joe Manchin.
0: And um, did you hear the rumors since that clip? Because it's weird to see Romney standing next to Manchin. Have you heard what floated around the ether in the last 24 hours?
1: The possible idea that they are about to form the ultimate presidential ticket together, <laughs>
0: <laughs> depending on what your definition of ultimate is. Yes, uh, Mitt Romney as the top of the No Labels ticket with that chap from West Virginia as the VP. I, I got to say, a, a it's bloody amusing, but but b, wouldn't that be just so good for President Trump, Eric?
1: Oh, between that, but look at how it's been over the last few months of developments. You have Jill Stein running for the Green Party nomination. RFK is an independent. Cornell West dropped out of the green primaries to run as independent. Now no labels. All four of those third-party tickets absolutely hurt Biden
0: way more than they hurt Trump. And they are so out of touch. Here is one of their ilk, a man who got his position because of dear papa, because of uh, who his father was. This is New Hampshire's Chris Sununu, who I, I guess he doesn't do math. Play the cut.
2: As I've always said, you and I have talked about it. You don't have to win Iowa, New Hampshire, or even South Carolina. But if one of those those individuals can really kind of separate themselves from the pack going into Super Tuesday, well, now it's a 50-50. And as your previous reporter was saying, even a lot of Trump supporters are willing to walk away from him for the right reasons, because he can't win in November. And the the most recent polls have proven that.
0: The most recent polls, like the New York Times poll, what was that Monday, Eric? What, what was that? That was five swing states, and in four of the swing states, who was winning?
1: Uh, President Trump is leading in those swing states, which, if that was the result, he'd win with over 300 electoral votes.
0: Bingo. These people, they lie straight to your face. I'm so. <sighs> let's, please, everyone, let's just do it. Let's get President Trump reelected. And then we can just clear these people out. We can primary all of the people who say they're patriots. But they don't just hate America. More important than hating America, they really hate you. If you love America, if you believe in America, they detest you. And especially if you're working class, if you you know, work for a living, if you don't sit down or you aren't driving something, they hate you. They truly hate you. We have to clear out all the deep state permanent bureaucrats who think they get to decide how the country is run, but only if we win the presidential election, and then we have to primary all of these people into the dust. In the meantime, uh, the woman who will never be president, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, President Trump. Uh, Hillary Clinton has uh, compared... My former boss to Hitler. And i got to say, there are a couple of good people left. Look, full disclosure, you know me. I used to work at Fox. I had a contract with Fox before I was in the White House. I, they gave me a contract when I returned from the service in the White House. Now I'm very, very happy at Newsmax. Sunday, 7 o'clock, Eastern. be there. Got an amazing episode of the Gawker Reality Check. And then, of course, Salem treats me so well every day with these three hours of radio. But Fox isn't Fox anymore. There's a couple of couple of good people left there. But not many. You know, Jesse Waters, we play clips of him in the first hour. And another one is Greg Gutfeld in. Eric, has has Greg has Greg ever been this salty or spicy before? Has, has any has anybody in Fox – how old are you? Uh, I'm 29. So you've been watching Fox for a, while, a A fair time, right? Since high school, actually. Okay, yeah. good. All right, so uh, more than a decade. So has Greg – has anyone on Fox ever been this salty?
1: I did not expect the punchline at the end of this 50-second clip. But when I heard it, I'm like, that's got to be the most single most savage roast in <laughs> history, at least when it comes to Hillary Clinton.
0: <laughs> Well, we've got to put it in context. There are real Nazis in America. They're in the Democrat Party. They're calling for the destruction of Israel. They are chanting outside the White House, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, which is a genocidal call for the deletion of the modern Israeli state. And Hillary has the temerity, the, un- the effrontery to compare the man who has enjoyed more than 130 million votes from the American people to compare him to Hitler. This is what our buddy Greg had to say about HRC. This
2: demented Herodin has the balls to call Republicans Nazis. Take a look around, you old hag. Republicans aren't the ones beating up Jews. Republicans aren't tearing down posters that kidnapped Israelis. It wasn't a Republican who just got censured by Congress for saying from the river to the sea. So careful, Hillary, calling Trump a Nazi might get young Democrats to vote for him. Hmm. Meanwhile, Republicans are standing unanimously with Israel. Democrats aren't. True, Hillary condemned Hamas, but then she insults Jews by comparing Trump to Hitler. Remember, Trump has Jewish grandkids. He's a staunch defender of Israel, improved it by creating the Abraham Accords, which she could never do. He's also against World War Three. Maybe that's why Democrats are trying so hard to start it. So take your Nazi smear and shove it where Bill hasn't been since the 1970s.
0: Greg, <laughs> oh, you went there. And God bless you. Nicely done. Uh, but importantly, in the middle of that, I'm gonna, we're going to repost that. And we, we're going to push that far and wide because she deserves that and much, much more. That little point in the middle, and I'm sure we can discuss it um, later. The Republican Party wholeheartedly supports Israel in its fight for survival. Why is it impossible for the Democrats to do that? Ask yourself one question. Nine million Jews trying to prevent another Holocaust surrounded by 260 million Arabs, many of whom want to kill them all. And the Republicans, the conservatives stand shoulder to shoulder with every Israeli in the defense of their homeland. Why can the Democrats not do that? Interesting, right? I'll tell you why. Because they are institutionally bigoted. Yeah, we have racists in America on both sides. Individuals, idiots, bigots. But there's one party that has always been institutionally racist. From Bull Connor to the KKK to President Wilson to Jim Crow to Biden when he was the chairman of the committee affecting that, quote, high-tech lynching against a Supreme Court nominee because he dared to be a black conservative. They, they are the fascists. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. We're making movies great again this afternoon. Never miss any of our long-form, fun third hours. Subscribe to our podcast, whichever platform you prefer. Look for Sebastian Gorka and America First. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends. And if you want to have sanity and stability and prosperity back, stand with President Trump. This yard sign, this T-shirt, this mug with his booking photograph from Atlanta and a very simple phrase, Trump 2024. Get yours at Seb Gorka store and support him directly at DonaldJTrump.com.
2: Hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth call 800-702-5400 Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Second Amendment Friday on America First with Dr. G.
0: Happy 248th birthday to the devil dogs, the Marines I hold so close to my heart. Two and a half years spent at Quantico, loved every second of it. We salute you today, 248 years young. Happy birthday and semper fidelis to the Marines. It's Friday. It's Second Amendment Friday. And we are so grateful because of CAR Firearms. The CAR Firearms Group stands with all of you, our listeners, for the first freedom that makes all the others possible. They are the American story. And they will never shirk from fighting for your liberties. I carry a 9mm car every day. Check out their amazing line of weapons at kahr.com. And also their... Additional line, the iconic Desert Eagle, and the auto-ordinance line, including the M1, the 1911, and the legendary Tommy Gunn. K-A-H-R dot com, K-A-H-R dot com. He's going to run from this studio to another one. How dare he? He is a man in demand. Sadly, the geopolitical circumstances dictate that. He is our good buddy. Senior counsel to the president of the conservative mothership, that is, Heritage, Colonel Dr. Jim Carafano. Happy Friday. So who
3: wouldn't celebrate the, the birthday of the Marine Corps, although we might point out that the Marine Corps is the only U.S. military service that was actually been disestablished. So the reason why it's only 248 years old is there was a Marine You're Corps. You're going to get me
0: in trouble with all my buddies.
3: Birthday. And that's the Army, the United States Army, that's the senior
0: service. Just well, saying. I think you'll find out the Coast Guard says they are. And, but we can also agree on one thing. The only service to be founded in a pub. The uh, Marines. Marine Corps. Yeah. But this, is, this is true, this right? Is ab- this, this is, is true. Fact, which is kind of uh, not a surprise. The
3: Coast Guard lineage goes back to the American Revolution, but we haven't actually had a Coast Guard until
0: later. Oh, so. well, yeah. Don't, don't get, in, but, and the reason, don't get a, in and argue with the Coastie a reason about that. Don't get in and argue with the Coastie about that. The
3: flags are in order. You know? but, but, so what's up?
0: Uh, Well, let's talk about the situation in the Middle East. There's a report from our buddies Joel Pollack at Breitbart that the incoming chairman of the Joint Chiefs, uh, allegedly, according to IDF sources, is trying to convince our partners in Jerusalem to kind of wave off the concept of destroying hamas could you could you react to that as mr homeland security mr counterterrorism isn't this the time to just salt the earth with hamas well i i I actually doubt that the u.s is going to be
3: significantly able to strain the israeli army we don't influence them we don't really have that much leverage what are we going to do? stop supporting them right so I, I, I little pauses, I don't think they're terribly significant. The, the reality is, is they reached, they, they cut through Gaza and isolated Gaza City fast. I think faster and easier than they thought. They're in a decisive phase. They've already probably done an enormous amount of damage to Hamas. It's just a question of how much more damage than are they going to do. Right. Um, I don't think U.S. pressure is going to be decisive. I don't think international pressure is going to be decisive. The the campaign is going to dictate a lot of this, which is what happens if they run into real trouble on the ground? Do do Israelis at home start to get nervous? Is there a second front? How does that change things? That could be. The other one which could be um, is uh, the hostages. Because the Israelis do trade hostages for stopping, right? They did it in 2014. That to me is if I were picking one, is the most likely scenario. It's been really interesting because the Palestinians knew they are never going to win on the ground. right? So the idea was, one, is maybe the Americans won't really support them. That didn't work out. The, but the second one is the international uprising against Israel, which, which Hamas and, and, and Iran is bankrolled. But that's not stopping the Israelis no. either. And it's really not turning opinion pro-Hamas is actually, I think, creating... A, a backlash against Hamas and the Arabs.
0: Even when we have members of Congress, we waving well, r- the flag of the quote unquote Palestinians. But we, we've
3: had to have we've we actually seen their own party have to kind of back off, and we've actually seen members of their own party in the House, which is unheard of, actually vote against them. Yeah. So no, I don't think this is a I don't think the global the global uh, information jihad is is really
0: uh, winning. All right, let's talk about our national interests. Right. Latest reports are up to 90, if not more than 100 attacks on U.S. forces, 54 servicemen injured by Iranian proxies in the region since October 7th. Can, can you talk to us about the significance of that?
3: Yeah, so look, the the, the biggest problem that Biden has is everybody knows what he's going to do because it's the Obama playbook, because it's the same people. And the Obama strategy is always minimalist and incremental because they're not just that they sure they'd like to win, but they're as nervous and afraid of losing as they are of trying to win. And so what they want to do is the minimum they can to get by. And so, as you know, this seeds the initiative to the other guy to decide how and when to escalate. And then what you're not doing is you're not stopping escalation. You're responding to them. So what you really want particularly in this region, is you want escalation dominance. You want a smack down. You want to go in and smack him across the head. And, you know, most famously Trump did this, you know, when he killed Soleimani he was the head of the Iranian guard. But what a lot of people don't realize, and I believe this story is true, is Trump not only killed the guy that they said you cannot, the untouchable guy, um, we sent a target list mm-hmm. to the Iranians saying, and these are on next, and... That got there.
0: Well, and it's like the, the um, discussion that he likes to use at the rallies where he's talking to the head of the Taliban and saying, by the way, I know where you live. Right. Which is which is very kind of mafioso. But when you're dealing with the people who helped out Al Qaeda, it kind of resonates.
3: Right. And, and so uh, Trump, Biden doesn't want to do that. He wants to just try to scrape by But he also still wants to engage with Iran. So he doesn't want to destroy a relationship with Iran because he thinks that's the key to Middle East peace, which is... Which, you know, it's like, you know, I, I like living next door to Hannibal Lecter. I really, really do. I wish he wasn't eating the kids. But, you know, he's a, he trims his lawn. He's a lovely neighbor. How can, Hannibal, how can we make this work?
0: Right. That's what this right. is like here. Uh, we've got a couple of minutes left. Please follow this man, at J.J. Carafano. I didn't tee this up. We don't rehearse any of this in advance. But, you know, you literally wrote the textbooks on Homeland Security. Your reaction to every day there are new revelations coming out of Congress about the Department of Homeland Security being involved in censorship for political purposes.
3: Well, your, not, your reaction? Well, not only is that unconscionable, but my greatest fear, as you know, is we're distracting the department from doing yeah. the thing we created the department to do, whether it's pulling agents off of the, the human trafficking task force to make sandwiches at the border or having them essentially doing political wet work for the administration. We're not going after the people that could hurt us. And I, and I said this on your show... I, it is absolutely true i 've only been in this business for for twenty plus years. We are more vulnerable to a nine eleven today than we were on nine eleven and it 's absolutely a thousand percent because of this administration and what they 've done to not just the homeland security and the FBI but, but the because whole of the, architecture. the
0: concatenation of not focusing on the right things being politicized but also the open border absolutely. all of these things yeah, we've created the nightmare scenario yeah. just think of one. Just one metric, friends, 160 people identified on the terror watch list in three months. Compare that to 9-11. 19 men killed 3,000 people. How many similar terrorists have come into this country in the, what, 8, 16, 20 million in the last three years? Be prepared, my friends. Don't be afraid, but be prepared. Please join today. Go to heritage.org. It is the Conservative Mothership. And follow our good friend at JJ Carafano on Twitter. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First, coming to you from the relief studios. Make sure you are following us on all social media. Just look for Seb Gorka or Sebastian Gorka on Truth Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Getter, or Telegram. And you can watch us on your Roku, your Fire Stick, or the Salem News Channel app. And for my articles and access to me, it's sebastiangorka.substack.com. That's my whole name. as one word, Sebastian. Ashton America First. Magnificent. The greatness of America at its core is our freedom. No other country is as free for the time being. And we remain free. Due to what the second amendment no other company in america personifies that right more than the car firearms group their story is the american dream and their products are absolutely second to none car firearms group is your source for high quality firearms i carry a nine millimeter car i met somebody in california who asked me do you really carry a nine millimeter car said, yes what do you think i'm making it up you want me to whip it out i'm not gonna do that live on radio so it'd be a little bit rude. Uh, car firearms, check it out, kahr.com. dot They also own the iconic Desert Eagle line of weapons and the historic, legendary auto ordinance, including the M1 carbine, the Tommy gun, and the legendary nineteen eleven. Check them all out at kahr.com. dot That's kahr dot com. Okay, um, we're going to have a Second Amendment guest uh, momentarily, but first, I, Jeff, is this real? Is this really a campaign ad from Biden? Yes, it is. And then Morning Joe played it today so they could get some extra free uh, advertising out of it. (laughs) And you're going to explain to us what this third of a second little tiny type at the bottom says, which is kind of crucial to the ad. It's about just how great Uncle Joe is. Play up. He says he stands with auto workers,
1: but as president, Donald Trump passed tax breaks for his rich friends while automakers shuttered their plants. And the U.S. lost manufacturing jobs. Joe Biden said he'd stand up for workers, and he's delivering, passing laws that are increasing wages and creating good-paying jobs. Manufacturing is coming back to America
0: because Joe Biden doesn't just talk, he delivers. Uh, when that because I remember we were in the White House. We were bringing jobs back. We were so punitive with U.S. manufacturers who had plants in Mexico. Companies like Ford were desperate to open new plants. And then there's a little thing – what does that ad say, Jeff, halfway there, through? There's a headline. It's something about how uh, automakers struggling or whatever it was yeah. and where it was decreasing. Yeah. It was March of 2020. What – What? hang on. Mar- March? What, Eric, what, what happened in 2020?
1: I think a little something called uh, the Chinese COVID coronavirus started right around oh,
0: that time. Oh, you mean the shutdown of the economy because the uh, the bio uh, weapon that from came from China?
1: But it was clearly Trump's fault, obviously.
0: Oh, don't start, don't. <laughs> Alex <laughs> Jones is going to get ideas. Don't start bluing on. They're going to get a little bit crazy. They're just such pathetic liars. All right, let's have some fun. Let's recharge our batteries with a gentleman I know we've had on the show or. Well, Maybe I've been on his show or something. I recognized his face and then his name. He's Rabbi Shmuley Botak, who, <laughs> poor, poor, poor Piers Morgan, man. Um, he invited Cenk yugor that vomitous, oleaginous, obese individual from that show, The Young Turks, to debate a rabbi on what Israel is doing after the October the seventh massacre, and man, if this is your rabbi, you're a lucky person cut for
2: so i've spent i've spent my life debating people whenever someone whenever someone starts using personal names and screaming like a lunatic, they're losing the debate. Let me remain factual. You're the one who made the up Palestinians, things, The and, and Palestinians, Palestinians the Palestinians, the, uh, the Palestinians, were offered a state in 1936 in the Peel Commission, they rejected it. They were offered a state in 1947, the UN partition plan, they rejected it. They were offered a state in 1967 after Israel conquered Judea and Samaria in the West Bank, they rejected it. They were offered a state in 2000, Yasser Arafat, and Barak, they rejected it. They were offered a state with Ehud Omer 2008, they rejected it. They have, the Israel, you know, laterally withdrew from Gaza in 2005, and they did not create a state. In fact, where were you, Cenk, when you say that you care about Palestinian children, when Hamas stole the highest rate of per capita international foreign aid, larger than the Marshall Plan, from Palestinian children, did not build schools for them, did not build hospitals, took all the money to buy bombs and to build a network of tunnels, which is larger than than the New York subway system, where were you then? Why did you only come up now? In fact, when Bashar al-Assad killed 600,000 children, Arab children, when he gassed them with mustard gas, my organization took out full page New York Times, Ads, to protect them from sarin gas. Where were you then? You don't care about Arab children. You are a Jew hater. Defined as someone who only Shut wants to lie up. and say that the Jews you are bigot. genociders. You and racist. don't try to cancel me and say that I shouldn't be on.
0: You're not a producer of this show. Well, what did the rabbi say at the beginning? When they lose an argument, they call you names. What did Chech do at the end, Eric? What did he say to the rabbi? He immediately started shouting. like. But he called boys. him a bigot. He called the rabbi a bigot. I'm mean, i sorry, he he had no notes. He wasn't reading from a teleprompter. The rabbi had it all at the tips of his fingers. Uh, The the fact that in the 20s, the Arabs were offered a a two-state solution. In 47, in 67, in 2000, in 2008, the Israelis moved out of the Gaza in 2005, and they still haven't created a state because they don't care about a state. It's not about land, it's about killing Jews. I've already texted the rabbi, and I've invited him for Monday and I can't Wait, I'm Sebastian Gorka, this is America First, coming to you live from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor, it's real, it works, it is liberating a million Americans from their daily pain every single day, including me. But it's not just me, it's people like Yvonne from California. Listen to Yvonne's story. Both my husband and I are in our 70s and are so grateful to have found Relief Factor. We tried so many other solutions, but none of them have given us the freedom of being pain-free like Relief Factor. Pain-free? Come on, guys. You owe it to yourself to find out. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Yvonne, and a million of your fellow Americans. Call right now. Write the number down. 1-800-4- relief, relieffactor.com. That's 1-800-473- 5433, relieffactor.com. This is Second Amendment Friday on America First, brought to you by Car Firearms. I thank the good Lord every single day that America remains the freest nation on earth, and we remain free because of a special thing called the Second Amendment. No other company personifies that more than the Car Firearms Group that stand unashamed in their support for your right to keep and bear arms. Americans can be sure that no matter what happens, Car Firearms Group will be at the front lines fighting for your Second Amendment rights. I carry a 9mm car every single day. Their products are second at none. They also own the iconic Desert Eagle line of weapons and the historic auto ordinance, including the M1 carbine the venerable Tommy Gun and the legendary 1911. Check them all out at Car Firearms. That's K-A-H-R dot com, K-A-H-R All right, I told you that when I was traveling, and thank you for all my guest hosts, I was in California three times in the last couple of weeks. I'll be in Florida next week meeting all of you lovely listeners. And when I was in California, I met with uh, the Monterey and San Mateo Patriots, an amazing group of people behind enemy lines. And one lady I met, Well, she's a gun gal from the California Rifle and Pistol Association. We are delighted to have joining us today none other than Julie Zeller. Hi,
4: Dr. G. So thrilled to be here.
0: All right. So you enlightened me on recent changes in California that I've been telling all my buddies behind enemy lines. uh, Great victories for the people of uh, that rather... Uh, troubled state. So tell us how things are in California for gun owners and for people who want to go around strapped.
4: Well, if you want your CCW, it is your concealed still-
0: carry. Your concealed carry weapon. Yes.
4: Yes. Uh, of course I carry just as much as I can because, uh, even in my very, Uh, upper-level area of living, um, we actually had a firefight the night that I was listening to your speech in person in San Mateo. So even in my quiet town, yeah, I purposely carry. So to get your CCW here in California, it takes about eight months and about $600 to actually get your permit. You have to have a 334 multiple choice psychological test followed by a 15-minute interview with one psychologist that's uh, based in Northern Bay Area. At least for me, I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area. And then you have a 16-hour on uh, at-the-range course that you must take and pass, and they make sure that you can shoot at 5 yards, 15 yards, and 25 yards uh, in your accuracy. And then you have to have an interview with your precincts lieutenant. So it's quite an involved uh, process with a lot of hoops.
0: Yeah, that, that sounds like uh, they're trying to make it as difficult as possible. Uh, what is the reality for people in California? Are, are, they, are they braving those uh, hurdles? Are they taking that challenge on? What, what, what has happened after the recent Supreme Court decisions?
4: Oh, thank goodness for the Buren decision! Uh, because prior to the Buren decision, here in Marin County, where I'm based, uh, there were only 13 people with a CCW permit. Since then, I know I was 845, wow. which I um, love wow. those last two numbers because that's our best president. Uh, but obviously, there are a lot of Marin residents that are getting their CCW. Uh, We are the second hardest uh, to get your CCW county in the Bay Area. Uh, Alameda is the hardest, followed by San Francisco and then Marin. Uh, Hardest being the amount of hoops that you have to go through to get it and time to get it.
0: All right. And what is your message to those, Julie, who we've seen, especially under COVID, now um, in the last five weeks since the holocaust in israel we've seen uh, jewish americans go out and purchase guns all over the nation justifiably because they're afraid we have seen about in the last since covid about 40 million new owners of firearms in the last four years These are people who aren't like you and me, who are, you know, imbued with it, carry it, practice all the time, enjoy it. I'm a collector of firearms as well. These are people who are new to our family. What would you say to the new arrivals? And perhaps even more important, what would you say to the people who are part of our community and are meeting somebody who just bought their first Glock, just bought their first 22, Uh, they're at the range and they have no idea what they're doing?
4: welcome them. Uh, I personally taught two new firearms owners on uh, Sunday. Uh, They were uh, tech playing with my collection to decide which ones they want to purchase. Uh, And I highly encourage train, train, train some more. Drive fire 80% of the time so you save the cost of ammo, which by the way, here in California, Newsom just passed a gas tax, which he calls a sin tax, Mm. Uh, adding on an additional 11% tax onto the sale of our ammo and firearms. So anybody who is joining our new or our community, I want to encourage uh, to just come to the range. You're going to meet some great people. We're all about safety and dynamics of training. Uh, As I said, I teach uh, new gun owners frequently. I was really thrilled, and I'm glad you brought it up, that uh, Jewish people are getting their first firearms on Wednesday night when my chapter had a meeting. I am the president of, of the local chapter. Uh, There were five new members that were all new firearms owners, uh, and three of them were Jewish. I could see their necklaces. I was very thrilled to see that they're not just purchasing, but they're actually getting involved and active, which is fantastic.
0: Yeah. Um, Last minute with Julie Zeller, the California Rifle and Pistol Association, CRPA.org. What do you say to those women who say, oh, I I can't do that. I I can't learn to shoot. I can't carry a gun. What do you say to them, Julie?
4: Start with a 22, uh, you will find out that it's a lot of fun and you will quickly go up in caliber uh, in 940, 45, 556. Um, These calibers get to be very addicting very quickly (laughs) and it is just a lot of fun that I can't imagine any other way of doing. And if you're even more bold, uh, there's competition where you, competitions like uh, IDPA and USPCA, uh, I have my first match here next December, uh, and it's a fantastic community of everybody's willing to help you out with any questions that you may have.
0: All right. We're it out of time. Just... Last question. What are you carrying now, Julie? What's your carry piece?
4: What, um, I'd re- uh, So my uh, every day is a Glock 17, but I just got back from the range this morning with my brand new 1911 Kimber.
0: Ooh, okay. All right. You should uh, check out carfirearmskahr.com. Thank you, Julie Zeller, California Rifle and Pistol Association, CRPA.org. If you're in California, get a permit. Defend yourself and your loved ones. We are coming to you live from the reliefactor.com studio. It works. It is liberating over a million Americans from their daily pain, me included. Yes, I had a low back pain issue that plagued me for nine years, almost a decade, until I took relief factor. And I am pain free now for almost five years. But it's not just me, it's people like Deborah from Massachusetts. Listen to Deborah's story. I just started taking relief factor four days ago. My hip pain is gone. I had a horrible time sleeping because of the pain. I absolutely love how I am feeling. Thank you, relief factor. that should be you. Find out today. There's only one way, but it's super easy. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Deborah, and a million of your fellow Americans. Call right now, 1-800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com. That's 1-800-473-5433, relieffactor.com.
2: you are listening to America First with Sebastian Gorka former strategist to president Donald J Trump
0: She was bubbly she didn't she have good energy Jeff I like those guests that are kind of smiley and bubbly especially for first time guests too I know no nerves and did you hear what she said Eric she was watching us and listening to the chat and watching the comments now that's a serious guest
1: Absolutely, yeah. I think that's the first time I've ever heard a guest say that on this show.
0: I know. So impressive. We love that. Okay, uh, what have we got left before we do our making movies great again? Did We We did the Biden ad. We've done most of Doug Murray. We haven't done all of them. There's uh, some other ones. But mm, let's let's talk about the fact that Jewish Americans are buying guns. And do you remember the story I told of the veterinary surgery two weeks ago? Somebody recognizes me, Shlomo. We start talking, and he says his parents escaped Europe during the Holocaust, ended up in Israel. He was born there. And then he taps his side. Clearly, he's packing as well. And he says, if they come after me, I'm going to take a few of those bastards with me. That's the right attitude. But why aren't people on the left showing any sympathy for our Israeli brethren? That's another question that Doug asked. Here he is on Fox News. Cut to Douglas Murray.
1: But I think there is a huge uh, just amazement around the world, which I share, that there has been so little sympathy. For the people of Israel who suffered this atrocity, you know, I was in—I went to Times Square the day after the massacre, right in the heart of New York, and there was a, there was a protest happening right there, uh, of people flying flags and and waving banners, celebrating the massacres of the day before.
0: It's weird when I when I heard that clip today, it kind of kind of clicked for me. I should have realized this weeks ago. You can have protests on either side of an issue especially if one side are lunatics but where's the sympathy for Israel there's that one procession in New York of hundreds and thousands of Catholics right after the attack and some of our friends are organizing a pro-Israel demonstration here in DC on Monday but that's it where are the decent people we're the people who believe that we are one civilization and babies shouldn't be slaughtered and young girls at rock concerts shouldn't be raped and then killed. What has happened to us? I hope we're not afraid. I hope we're not being intimidated by the minority that is loudest, the crazies. Come on, guys. Guys. A civilization is is measured by how it treats the most vulnerable, the women, the children, the unborn. Let's show the world who we are. Let's stand up for the truth. I'm Sebastian Gawker. This is America First. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. Follow us on all social media and stand with the president. Donaldjtrump.com. Donaldjtrump.com.